0: From Matthew chapter 6 verses 1 through 6 16 to 21 Jesus said to the disciples beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them for then you have no reward from your father in heaven so whenever you give alms do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be praised by others But whenever you pray, go into your room, and shut the door, and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may not be seen by others by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but store for up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Amen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. I think I say it every year, but this is my favorite season in the church. There is something about the purple, about the songs, about the preparation during the season of Lent as we journey with Jesus to the cross and to Easter. There's something about this season that I just love. And I think it has a lot to do with this idea of preparing. We prepare ourselves during this time, some by fasting, by giving up something for Lent, some by taking on something, maybe by using the money that they would have spent on that daily latte towards ELCA world hunger, maybe taking on a new devotional, a new prayer practice. Or maybe for you, it is a routine of these Wednesday nights in Lent to come for church and worship and fellowship. All that soup helps us to prepare during this season. And sometimes, sometimes though, as I get excited about this season, I recognize that sometimes Lent feels like a lot about us, and not always as much about Jesus. It seems like even though we come together to serve, we gather for worship, we prepare together, We also find ourselves saying a lot of I statements during this season. I created a Facebook charity fundraiser for the prison congregation. I began setting an alarm, so I prayed for at least five minutes every day. I gave up processed wheat for Lent. It's a lot of I. Personal spiritual practices are important. They're a big part of our faith lives, but they can't be the only part of our faith lives. Community is meant to be what we spend time in during this season and all seasons in our lives. I think the words from Isaiah and from Jesus in our Matthew reading are filled with frustration and maybe exhaustion because both Isaiah and Jesus are trying to get people to just see differently, to look at themselves and those around them with a fresh set of eyes. And for Jesus, it's because of a lot of this I statement stuff. He's seen people sound trumpets to alert others of their giving, not because there is more giving needed, not because more people are hungry or thirsty and in need of care, but because it makes them feel good to have others tell them, hey, good job with that. Jesus has seen people who pray on the street corners not to lift up prayers to God for those who are carrying heavy burdens, but so that others can see them standing there and just think well of them. And Jesus has seen people who are fasting, who are taking on the spiritual practice of giving up something, not to recognize the hunger others face or to bring themselves closer to God, but who purposefully make themselves look extra bad so that others can see their sacrifice and admire them for it. Jesus has seen all of this and is calling those listening, calling us to something different. To give, not because it looks good, but because our neighbor is hungry. To pray, not because others will think well of us, but because our siblings are carrying heavy burdens, that only God can lift. To fast, to give something up, not because it's a redo of our New Year's resolutions, but because we are seeking new insights into our lives and our relationships with God. For Jesus, it's not about us as individuals. It's not about what people think of me or of you. It's about our neighbor, about our community. About where God is calling us to there. And if we're struggling with our motivations, then maybe doing things in private is necessary for us so that we're not tempted to seek out that flattery. Or maybe we just need to redirect where we're looking. Instead of looking at ourselves, maybe we're being called this season to look towards our community, towards our neighbor. Isaiah says, Over and over in that reading, look. Look at the people around you who are oppressed, who are in need. Look at how we talk about one another. Like Jesus, Isaiah is frustrated with people who claim to be righteous, who claim to be doing the right thing, but who are profiting off of the backs of oppressed workers. And Isaiah wants them to stop looking at themselves and how great they think they are, and instead look towards the fast that God is calling them to. The fast of loosening the bonds of injustice, undoing the thongs of the yoke, letting the oppressed go free, breaking every yoke, sharing your bread with the hungry, bringing the homeless poor into your house, When you see them naked, to cover them and not hide yourself from your own kin. And that is a tall order that Isaiah gives to us this season. That is something that is hard for us to open our eyes to see. But as we begin this season of Lent, as we follow Jesus towards the cross, we turn our gaze to where God might be calling us during this time. And together, we look and we see This isn't a season about just us as individuals, about our own personal spiritual practices. That's part of it, but there is more. This is about us together as the body of Christ, as God's hands and feet in the world. This is about God calling each and every one of us, calling us together and calling us to look, to see that we might speak out for those who are marginalized in our community and in our world. And maybe alone, we can't loose the bonds of injustice, but together, together with God's help, our voices could be heard. God might be calling us to reach out to those carrying heavy burdens, because that is what a yoke is. It's a heavy burden. How might we reach out to those who are experiencing the heavy burden of grief? of depression, of health issues, of financial or emotional stress during this time, so that we can be a prayerful support and more. And maybe as we give our alms, as we give to ministries that support those who are hungry, who are thirsty, who are poor and without shelter or warm clothes, we might be inspired to connect deeper with those who are in need. Tonight we come together to begin this season of preparation, to discover what gifts God has given us and how we might share those gifts with others. And tonight, we remember our own mortality, that we were made from dust, and to dust we will return. And sometimes we don't know where to look in our lives or in our community. Sometimes we struggle not to be focused inward on ourselves. Sometimes we struggle to make eye contact with the person who is in need on the street corner. Sometimes we pat ourselves on the back a little bit too much, and we forget to look towards our neighbors who are struggling with those heavy burdens on their backs. Sometimes we make this about us and us alone. And so we come together to be reminded to be redirected, and to be restored. Tonight we prayed Psalm 51. You might not have even known it, but as we read that out loud together, it was a prayer reminding us that it is not anything that we do, but it is in fact God's steadfast love, God's compassion in our lives that restores us, renews us, and gives us the gifts we need to share God's love and compassion in our world And so tonight, as we remember our own mortality, we also remember that even as dying, we are alive in the one who comes to us, who sees us when we don't want to be seen, who loves us and who goes to the cross for each and every one of us, the one that we are journeying with this entire season, Jesus, our Lord, Jesus who dies but does not become dust. Jesus who dies, but who does not become dust, but who rises from the dead and brings life and love and grace and compassion to the entire world, so that we can go out during this season and be God's hands and feet, so that we can redirect ourselves not to looking inward, but to looking outward to people and places that God is calling us to, so that together, as the body of Christ, as the family of God, together we might begin this season of preparation, preparing for the incredible things that God has done and God is doing. Thanks be to God.